Let me take a couple seconds. We'll talk about Anchor. Are you like me and you've thought about trying a podcast for a while? Either you just like talking into a microphone or you got something to say you just want to let out into the world or, you know, you've always wanted to do something with a friend. Okay. Anchor's the way to go. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. So you know it's definitely in your budget. I know money to get going can be an issue. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Really make it pretty easy peasy, which if you're like me and you don't know what you're doing, it's right in your wheelhouse. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more outlets. And you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. It really doesn't get any simpler. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. are up and thanks for stopping by this is beacon road show and i'm rich your host and as always the coffee is on and the snacks are in the fridge so always feel free let me start as always with a reminder that you're doing the best you can today and every day with what you have to work with whether it feels like it or not you are enough and you matter So please take extra special care of yourself today and every day. On this show, everything is intended to come back to this message. Because ultimately, we're all doing our best to be our best and to be seen and heard, both by ourselves and the world around us. The goal for this show is to honor that by speaking of how it works for us and how it can look. And... Ultimately, there's no one way for anything. We just have to find what works for each of us in our own ways and on our own terms. So again, I do want to thank you for stopping by. This is episode 19, and we're going to be talking about validation. Now, taking a second to take a pause and get this out. And... Yeah, it's a little bit of a buzz. We're getting ready for uh, a little bit of snow up here. Looks like we're going to get maybe about a foot, which, you know, for some really isn't that big of a deal. We haven't really had that much in the last couple of winters, which is kind of off for where I am up in Massachusetts. Yeah, usually we're good for a few dumpings a year. And every few years, we usually get something really big. But last couple of years, we've had cold spells at times, but we haven't had a whole lot of snow land on us. And 
looks like later today and tonight, that's going to change. Yeah, it is what it is. You know, you can only control what you can. And, you know, it's going to be good for those who drive the plows and are dependent on this kind of weather to make extra money, especially with Christmas coming. So they've kind of gotten burnt a little bit last couple of years. So, you know, good for them. They're going to be able to make a little bit of bank. So getting back on track, we are going to talk about validation. What comes up for you when I talk about that? Is there a particular direction you feel like it needs to come from? You know, I know for some, it could be, you know, it could be the parents or a spouse or significant other. For some, as you get older, it could be the children. But part of the process along the way, and we come into this world, and while we may be true soul, true, pure love, pure source connected at that point we're also still as needy as we're possibly going to be we you know as we're born we really can't exist without the help of somebody else you know namely an adult parent or guardian figure and physically that obviously changes as we grow and we become more capable of doing things as our cognitive minds grow as our bodies start to grow in and fill out one of the things we do struggle with letting go of However, is that need to be seen by somebody else to have, you know, someone acknowledge you for who you are, for your value, for what you bring to the world, rather than your expectations, your output. You know, for so many of us, we just are desperate to have that. And, you know, even as we're kids, a lot of times we learn that in order to receive that from certain people, we've got to disconnect from who we are and our purpose 
and we grow into someone that matches the expectations of others. It's kind of a natural order of things in a way. And, you know, it kind of, you know, it leads us to following the social order and the norms to come around that. In a way, some of it is necessary because we do have to be part of a larger group in order to fully survive, even though often we think otherwise. But we really do need each other and we do need the system to work. That being said, we also learn that there are pieces of us, our personality, our purpose that we learn to deny ourselves in order to receive love, to receive connection, to really feel like you're a part of the group and you're not an outcast. And for some of us, no matter what we do, we may not ever receive that validation. Other people may just never be able to see us as we want them to. And a lot of times, even as we don't understand it, it has nothing to do with us. It has nothing to do with anything we could have ever done. It has everything to do with whatever's going on in their heads and in their experience. And they can't get out of their own way. For a lot of us, we still, even subconsciously, keep trying to gain that approval, to gain that respect, to gain... that peace that they're so desperate for. And I've found that even now in pieces in my own life, I, you know, I'd like to think I've made some really large steps in getting past that. But Every so often, something sneaks through the unconscious. And I think it's to some degree that's always going to be the case. There's always, you know, other levels, you know, in the journey that we don't see. It can be frustrating because, you know, it may be things that we think we've healed and we're like, what the hell is this but the thing is 
we have in a way. It's just as we keep going, you know, it's like being an onion. There's a layer, then another layer, and then another layer. So, yeah, you have made large strides, even if you hit a layer that feels like you're back to square one. You're not. But the frustration is definitely real. And I was trying to process through a decision that I had made recently that felt like it was connected and it felt like it was, you know, completely aligned and it just while I got a lot out of it and it wasn't a bad choice and I'm glad I made it the ending wasn't what I hoped and things kind of started to go sideways with it that I thought I prepared for and I really didn't expect we're going to be a factor. And yet there I was. And I really felt the need to step into why, why is this happening? What is going on? And as I really started asking myself some questions and really trying to dig deep and really try to get to those, you know, really guttural, deep in the body answers. And for me, they come in the form of like a really, you know, deep yes or no, which is actually a pretty recent observation on my end. but still a good one nonetheless and an important one. And I was able to dig through and see that the choice I made actually wasn't what I thought it was at the time. It was a piece of me trying to seek validation from an old source that I thought I'd long accepted. I was just never going to get that validation from. So it was definitely an eye opener for me. And it, you know, I was, you know, inspired to, you know, throw up a meme on social media because isn't that what we do with things? And I didn't realize I was asking this for the show at the time until people started actually responding to it. But I threw out the question, why do we insist on seeking validation from people unable to validate us? As if you step outside of yourself and you 
try to view it as an observer, it feels like such a pointless act, but yet, isn't that what so many of us do? Um, I'm going to take a little bit and I'm going to read through an article I found online. Um, it's from a D. Grant Smith. And it talks about why seeking validation is crippling you. And now it's, you know, it can be one of the leading causes of failure, the need for validation. And he goes on to write, needing something from anyone else in the form of validation is how you can identify codependency. Which is true, but I didn't really think of it in the moment. And allowing other people's words to impact how you see yourself is a fast way to block your personal growth. Yup. Now, one of the points he hits on is we tell ourselves that we don't care what someone else's opinion about us is, but is that really true? You know, we tell ourselves that, you know, people can think whatever they want. I'm fine. Are you sure? On some level, there's likely a hidden want or need that you have for other people to approve of and validate you. And if that's true, then... Where can we go with that? It's not just thinking that you're not enough or that you're not worthy. You know, those two false beliefs will derail you on your own. But the root of the problem is the idea that someone else telling you that you're good enough or worthy will make it so. And here's the truth. No one gets to determine your value except you. If you give anyone else the power to determine your value, consciously, subconsciously, whatever, you're still conceding what's rightfully yours to someone else. Validation creates the opposite effect of what you're wanting. If someone can validate you and that gives you power, they can also invalidate you and take that power away. It's some like giving someone else a helix of power that determines everything about your success or failure. And you're the one giving someone else the power to curse you by fostering this negative belief and practice. From that lower insecure position, you're subconsciously waiting for people to tell you how bad you are. Or that you're not good enough. You're waiting for someone to confirm the negative beliefs you have about yourself. And when they do, the insecurity is upheld. Which leads you to second guess yourself. 
and not really putting your heart or your best effort forward. Why put your best effort or try your best when you believe your best isn't good enough? This is why so many people settle for average work, average lives, average relationships, or even worse, why so many people settle for unhealthy and dysfunctional situations and people. They don't feel worthy of goodness because somewhere in time, someone said they weren't worthy. Now, let's kind of sit with all that. What it comes down to is at our core, we have the choice to determine whether we're good enough or not. And we let, we give that power away to somebody else. Um, again, the name of the article was Why Seeking Validation is Crippling You by D. Grant Smith. And I will link it in the show notes. And when we take, we hand away that power, we don't have a chance in hell. So what would happen if we decided we wanted to give ourselves that permission? You know, even starting by looking in the mirror and telling yourself that you're enough and that you matter, no matter how corny it may feel like. Yeah, your inner critic is a bully. When you empower yourself and choose to believe in you, the obstacles and the challenges you think are in the way of your success won't be there anymore. Because you won't be looking for them that need you think you have for someone else's approval, acceptance and validation will disappear because you gain all of those things from yourself. Confidence is second nature when you love yourself. How do you do that? The ways you love someone else, you can love yourself. As long as your method of love is healthy and whole. If you dote on someone and tell them how great they are, how you appreciate them being in your life, and how you couldn't live without them, give that to yourself because it's all true. You can't live without yourself. Give yourself the love that you give away to others. big takeaway here is to let go of the need for validation because it's a recipe for the antithesis rejection you don't want rejection but you're giving it to yourself by not seeing your own worth the antidote to this human fallacy is to give love to yourself fill up your own heart well with the love you pour out to others then as you love yourself and transform yourself more people become inherently drawn to you as you grow. 
gears a little bit. And let's talk about how we can validate ourselves. And, you know, sometimes it's easy to just say, well, just validate yourself. It takes practice. It takes repetition. It's really no different from learning any other skill or in the drums or riding a bicycle. It just takes practice. It takes practice. It takes practice. And when you think you're, you've got it under control, it's usually a time to practice some more. So we'll shift over to an article I was reading from Lori DeShane in Little Buddha. And it talks about five ways to validate yourself. Be part of your own support system. I'll link this as well in the notes. And the steps that she offers. You know, if you don't already, creating a gratitude journal where you just write out all the things that you know, you're grateful for. Now, even for those of us who do one, how often do you express gratitude for things on the outside, but you kind of neglect a little bit? Talk about the things that you bring to yourself. So why not take a few minutes every day to give yourself some credit? Write down some stuff you've been doing really well. Choices that you're proud of or the progress you've made. You know, if you've passed a certain checkpoint and on something you've been working on. Now celebrate the steps. And you know what? Even if you didn't do anything... Sometimes you need to celebrate yourself for knowing when to just let yourself be. Now, when you do it regularly, it becomes a habit too. Just like some of the bad stuff we do ourselves, like depending on others' validation or beating ourselves up with our language. You can always stop and ask yourself, what do I hope that this person tells me? And then you can tell it to yourself. Odds are, you may not be looking for advice or opinion. You may just be looking for a safe space, or you may just be looking to, you know, be seen and heard and, or maybe even just confirm that, you know, you're enough regardless of what decision you made. We forget that this is something we can offer to ourselves. It's something we can give to ourselves. 
nothing ever stopping us except ourselves. Number three. Recognizing when you're judging your feelings. Learning to get into the habit of being able to pick up when you're talking yourself down or you're judging yourself. And then just kind of catch it and remind yourself you have every right to feel however it is you feel in any given moment. Our feelings don't need permission from anybody, especially ourselves. We don't have to understand them. We don't have to like them. And that's all okay, but they get to be there. We don't need to repress them. We can let them say what they need to say and then they can make their way. I don't think I intended for that to run. Number four, see yourself as the parent to the child version of you. The truth is a lot of us didn't receive the type of love, support, and kindness we needed growing up. And, you know, we learn to treat ourselves as we see ourselves, you know, as we see ourselves be treated at times. So if you know, you were around a lot of criticism, it's natural that the first thing you're going to do is criticize yourself. We get to be able to reframe that a little bit. And I think this is something we'll talk about more in a, future show, but it's an opportunity to kind of take note of what it is you wanted to hear and the things you wanted somebody to say to you when you were a kid and be able to take that role and be able to say them, even if it's something as simple as, you know, it's all going to be okay. It's all good. You know, it gives you a foundation so that even if you don't get that compassion from other people, you're still getting it in some form. And number five in this article is get in the habit of asking yourself, what do I need right now? What is it that in this moment will help us be able to process or feel seen, heard, feel like we're enough? What'll get us to the next step? What do I need? It's okay to ask that question, to ask that question a lot. Again, this will be um, 
in the show notes. So you'll be able to click on these articles for yourself. And I'm going to go back and I'm going to share some of the comments that came through. I didn't put this out as seeking comment for the show, so I'm not going to put names to them for that reason. That's kind of my own bad planning for not thinking ahead and realizing, oh, this would be a good idea to do a show on. Oh well, now I know. So, I'll start reading some of the comments. Because it's easier to stay in the pattern coping loop than to feel the pain of how we were not seen and how we craved it and how long we tried to, etc. Deep core work and it's just a sneaky ego tool to protect us. Suffering is easier than feeling pain. We stop this pattern and usually walk away from people who aren't able to see us when we see us and remember our worth. It's just a mission impossible and we don't waste our energy onto these things anymore, but accept people and situations for where they are. It's pure love, actually, accepting everything as it is. Because sometimes those are the only people around. Again, the question being asked is, why do we insist on seeking validation from people unable to validate us? Yeah, that can be hard in the moment because it can feel like if you know nobody else sees you or gets you, then you don't realize that you know there's more outside of that immediate circle, so it's easier to assimilate and see yourself as in the wrong or see yourself as not being enough. And the circle loops. The pattern is similar to the people who wanted to love us when we were little. Who we wanted to love us when we were little. And when we see the same traits, we try to live out our relationship that we had with that past person never gave us the love we wanted in order to see it, to see if we can fix it by getting a different outcome this time with this new person. How often does that happen? You know, maybe new people come along, but the same pattern presents itself. And you may be revisiting a situation with a girlfriend that you did with your mother and wondering why the hell? Now, that's a valid question because we parked in the wrong lot to get our ticket validated. Sometimes, yeah, we feel like we need to go to people that just can't give it to us. We just, that's what we do and what we know.
I think we are wired that way and we need to learn how to change. Yeah, it's, we do what we know, we do what we learn. And as adults, even if we know we need to change something, it's a lot of work. It's rewiring is not an easy thing to do. Really not. Because they remind us of someone from our childhoods who did not validate us. Going back to that pattern we discussed earlier. We want to make this new person validate us so we finally get our happy ending and make us feel like our suffering was worth something. From the first smile as an infant, the first anything we did as a child was applauded. Yay, way to go. All through adulthood, we look to others for that applause, which seems now to be almost obsolete until we discover that applause and validation is strongest within each of us, not from another person. Yeah. You know, growing up, we, and it's not because, you know, it doesn't mean that we were raised wrong. It's just kind of, we do what we know. And, you know, we celebrate. And, you know, on a side note, you know, I gotta admit, sometimes it would be cool to get applause after I poop. Just putting that out there. Or, you know, when I, you know, finish my meal or walk from point A to point B. Like instant applause would happen. I'd be so down with that. And, you know, that's kind of what it comes down to is ultimately we do what we know. We do what we learn until we learn something better. And in this case, until we learn that, you know, it doesn't matter if that other person can't see you. It's not your fault. It's not your thing. It's not ours to shift. It's not ours to change. That ultimately, it is our own choice to be validated. We choose our own validation. We can choose to validate ourselves. We can choose to give that away to somebody else. Just because something's habit doesn't mean it's not a conscious decision. Just because it's a habit doesn't mean it's not a choice. 
just because it's a habit doesn't mean we can't create a new habit. Which is something to ponder over. You know, question to ask yourself as I start to wind this down. What things in your life do you still feel like you need that outside validation for? And what would it feel like if you knew you didn't need it? Love to hear about that. And I would like to thank all of those listening wherever and however you chose to do so. We can always get back money and stuff, but time is limited. And that you chose to spend some of it listening to this, I am profoundly grateful. Welcome to visit beaconroad.net where you'll find my blog. You'll find links to past shows. resources for emergency and wellness of all types and a store with some cool goodies. Now keep checking back or even easier sign up for emails and we can do that work for you. My handle is beacon road, the number 10 in most places and search beacon road with my name, rich L E V is in Victor E S is in Sam. Q-U-E, Lovec, on YouTube. And check out some of the old videos up there. And subscribe. And you're welcome to subscribe to the podcast on Spotify or Apple or any of the usual suspects. And, you know, please, if you're getting anything from this, I'd love to hear it. And more importantly, please... Please share it with somebody who may need to hear these messages. You know, that's how we get out there. It's through word of mouth. It's through being shared, through being talked about. So if you like what we're doing so far, please spread the word. And going into 2021, there's going to be a lot of new cool things coming. And love for you to be around join in and with that take care be safe and be well talk soon